Hey, hey, Keto Combo listeners. Today, Danielle and I are discussing how to stay keto on holidays. We know that social eating while living La Vida Keto can make for some awkward situations, but it really doesn't have to. We are here to share with you personal experiences and tips on how to make healthy living during the holidays less stressful and more about enjoying the company around you. So let's get to it. Welcome to Keto Combos, a podcast about the ketogenic lifestyle, whole body health, and self-discovery. Each week, we deliver the best analysis of optimal health. Now, here's your hosts, Danielle and Kimberly. Hey, Danielle. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So I'm really excited that we're on here today and that we are talking about how to stay keto on holidays for this episode, because I know that, I mean, holidays can be like stressful as it is enough. Sometimes you know, you're running around, you're trying to get stuff done. You're sometimes you have like two or three, four places to go, depending on how many places you have. So things can get stressful as it is. And then sometimes you have a you know, a new lifestyle or maybe you've been doing it for a while and you have to put that on top of everything else. Cause a lot of these holidays tend to have a lot of, you know, food surrounded by it and it can make you feel stressed out, but it really does not have to be that way. Um, if you just take a step back and think about things differently and, and how to process it. So we're here, um, to give all of, all of you listeners some tips on how to handle, um, keto on the holidays because it really doesn't have to be stressful. Um, it's just a lot of planning and preparing. And even mentally, I think mentally it plays a heavy role. That's probably the first thing that I'm going to probably say. And my, my tip would be making sure that you're have your mindset in the right place because you are probably going to be surrounded by like a ton of temptations and weaknesses all around you because you might have like grandma's pie or whoever, you know, something, something traditional that you maybe have always indulged in and you're trying to avoid it this year. So that could be like the first thing that you want to work on is your mindset and remembering how important are your goals to you um, and showing up to yourself for those goals. Um, Very, very important. And one of the things that I always talk about with, you know, my clients and even my group members all the time and my Keto for Busy Moments group is, you know, just really focusing on your reasons why and discovering, like discovering your true, like, daily struggles and battles that you want to cure because if your mind isn't in the right place it's just not going to work you really have to want this and you really have to want to push through these struggles and temptations and weaknesses um, because they're going to be right in front of you can you handle it and also making a plan for that too because if it is something that you think you might cave on make an alternative for so some of these things are what we're going to talk about through this episode Um, and I really think you know it's, it's important to you know, cover all these topics with when it comes to the holidays. Don't you agree, Danielle? Yes, absolutely. And the more you can be prepared, I mean, that's what's going to help you make it through the holidays instead of just walking into them blindly and saying, okay, I'm going to wing it. And, you know, like you said, if grandma's pie's there and you're dead set on having a piece of it, you're going to have to plan ahead with either do you want to have a small bite of it or do you want to try to make an alternative? Right. Exactly. Yes. That is so, that is it too. And I think it's, 
it's just really coming down to, I say it all the time, if you've been following me for a while, and I, I'm always going to say it, I'm never going to stop because I think it's first and foremost is your mindset. It, you really have to find your reasons why, and you have to find out how important these goals are to you. And even after you've matched them, like, so I've reached my goals for a while now. This has been going on for three years that I've been living this lifestyle and I've reached them and I'm not stopping. And it's not about it's not about my body composition or the way I look or the size of clothes I wear. It has nothing to do with that. In the beginning, yeah, I thought it was all about weight loss and that's what was going to fix my problem. But I soon found out that weight wasn't actually my issue. It was insulin resistance and healing myself, my healing my body. So why I keep doing this is because it makes me feel good. It gives me the mental clarity. It gives me the energy. It gives me the focus. I feel so much younger. I feel so much better. Um, I physically and mentally just feel amazing and I don't want to disrupt that I don't want to go back to where I came from why would I want to do that after I've come this far and had all these amazing benefits so this is this is why it's important to me this is what my goal is this is what I'm going to keep doing forever and ever going forward this is why it's important to me so knowing that these are really important goals for me because I like how I feel I don't like how carbs make me feel being a little transparent, I have, I've went on vacation, I've indulged in things since I've been keto, I've, you know, indulged in my surroundings when I'm on vacation. And while it might seem like it was so good, but actually, like it physically makes me sick. When I eat carbohydrates now, especially high carbs that are like, there's no nutritional value, like breads or pastas or um, anything like that, like I literally get physically sick. And I do not like it. Like, it's just a big ball, burning ball in my stomach. I end up laying on the couch. I ended up ruining 24 hours, over 24 hours on my vacation in Arizona a couple of years ago because I indulged in foods and it like literally wouldn't even digest in my body. It made me feel so sick. So I know that carbs don't make me feel good. I won't eat them. You know, I won't eat them because I don't like how I feel, but I also have the right mindset of just, I want to feel amazing. I, I have my head in the right place. So when I go to holidays and family gatherings and things like that, I'm not tempted because I don't want to feel like, I just don't want to feel gross. I don't want to feel icky. I don't want to feel sick. So I will make an alternative and I will bring that. Like if I know for sure, I know my, um, my grandma was really good with the, the, the pumpkin pies too. And so that's one of the things that I've always loved about Thanksgiving and going to my dad's Thanksgiving was because um, my grandma and her pumpkin pies were so good. And now it's like, if I'm going to go to that, I definitely will bring an alternative. I'll find a way to make sure that my mindset's in the right place and that I'm not indulging in weaknesses and temptations and things like that. It is so important to plan ahead. Um, one of the tips that I want to definitely give out to, to um, our listeners is, is the, is the planning. You want to, talk with a host. If you're not hosting it, there's nothing wrong with reaching out to the host and asking them what's on the menu. Are people bringing different things? What are they bringing? What's in them? Um, there's a lot of people who have food sensitivities or allergies or things like that. And there's nothing wrong with asking and it's not embarrassing. You just want to know, you just want to know what's in them. Um, so for example, maybe like the ham, ham's not entirely bad, but if it's, you know, has, the brown sugar glaze on it, then yeah, you don't want to consume it. So this is what I'm saying. Like you just want to see what's on the menu. You want to see what's being brought and that type of thing. And also is a really good time for you to ask if it's okay for you to bring your own dish. 
And I know with like my family function, it's, it's like typically like somebody's designated to bring something like everyone has a, a something to bring, which is really nice. Cause then it gives me an opportunity to bring something that I really love. And I take this moment that I like make this amazing like dish or whatever it is. And I make an abundance of it because I want to share with everyone because I want to inspire them because there's been so many times that I have made things and brought them to like potlucks or family gatherings or with friends and they'll eat what I brought. And they're like, that was so good. And it's like, yeah, I have that stuff. That's what I have all the time. And it's a perfect time to inspire them that you can say, Hey, that was low carb. Hey, that was, you know, that's keto. That's the stuff that I eat all the time. If you think I'm restricted, I'm not, I'll usually bring a dish and, and a dessert just because I want to like prove people with a dessert that you can still have the dessert. And a really big hit of mine is um, cheesecake. And I know Danielle, you, you love cheesecake, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Have you tried? Have you, you the cannot go wrong with cheesecake. No, you, everybody loves I it. My have dad. not yet, but I need to. And that's in your group, isn't it? You yeah, need to link yeah, your group sure. on here also. So anyone listening, you can go there because I know you've been posting a lot of recipes, a lot of just regular recipes, but as well as holiday inspired recipes. So that's a great yeah. resource for people to go to, to get ideas also. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I definitely will, will link that for you guys. So you can hop in there and check out. I have the group is set up in Facebook with units where it's like a learning group. And then you click on the units and you can find like a section for recipes and resources and things like that. So yeah, definitely jump in the group if you want the recipes, but this one in particular has been like a major hit in so many ways, not just with me, with my members that are in the group with past, past clients. And I'll give an example of where it's not necessarily a holiday, but last year, actually a year ago yesterday, um, it was my dad's birthday and his retirement. He retired on his birthday. And so it was like a big day for my dad. And so we went, I went out and I got him a cake and did the whole thing. I mean, not everybody's keto and I totally get it. So I did the whole traditional cake and um, I actually made it for him. And then um, I also made these cheesecake bath bombs in these little cups for everybody. And I put some strawberry mash on top of it and brought them with and I did I not only brought the cake to where we were going and had the waitresses put it in the back but I also brought the cheesecake why not and I had a handful of people way more than I thought that actually opted for the cheesecake and they knew it was keto and sugar-free and they're like we're just gonna try it and they loved it they kept asking me are you sure are you sure this is not you know this isn't sugar and I'm like no it's not it's definitely keto and I used you know stevia and swerve or erythritol and um, they were just blown away. They were absolutely blown away that this, there is no way this is keto. And I said, absolutely it is. And it was like a, per we talked about that. That was like our conversation for like 45 minutes. Cause they're like, tell me more, tell me more. And it was amazing. Cause I know I inspired like two or three family friends that have been friends with our family for quite a long time to just, you know, to really look more into it and think about it more and get their, get their ideas going with possibly starting this. So it is really a great opportunity to inspire people. Like this is it. Like the, the, the family gathering, the holidays and things, instead of getting stressed out about it, get, get excited, get, get excited, like em, embrace yourself with it because it's like, Hey, I have an opportunity to just really blow people's minds here and I'm going to do it. And that's what I do. I do. I sit there and look for like the best recipes. Like, what can I do this time? What can I bring this time? You know, and I get really excited about it. 
So instead of getting stressed out, think of like the exciting side of it, try new things, um, bring new recipes, inspire your friends and family, and you'll be surprised how less stressful it becomes <laughs> when you plan it out that way for sure. So I also want to give another tip too about um, social eating. We know how sometimes it can be really awkward with social eating when you are eating a different lifestyle than everybody else around you. And this can apply to like if you're going out with the girls or friends, you know, at a restaurant or whatever, like you get around people who are there. Sometimes it creates awkwardness and they're not really sure. They're not sure how to oh, well, can we go to this restaurant because you don't eat this, this, and this, and I've had that happen to me so many times. It just, it creates like a little bit of awkwardness. So really knowing how to handle the social eating with a different lifestyle is, um, I think, really important to do. And one of the biggest things that I, that I try to get across to my friends and family is that they don't need to do anything special for me. They don't need to do anything special. I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to, you know, I know what to order off the menus when I go to public places, you know, public restaurants and things like that to eat. I know how to order off the menu at those places. I don't have to have everybody else worrying about whether or not we can go to this place or that place because trying to make everything special and according to me. I mean, it might be nice, but I don't need special treatment. And I hope you feel like if you're following this lifestyle too, that you don't feel like you need that either. So kind of get that across to them that you don't expect special treatment, that you're there for the company right? So if you go to your family Christmas or um, you just had Thanksgiving um, and you go around them, like you don't have to expect special treatment, but also try to explain to everybody that you're there for the company. That's, that's what the holidays are about. It's about being around your friends and family, having the moments, the memories, and try to take the focus off of food. And I know it's like, one of the biggest focuses of the holidays is the food, right? It's like the turkey and the ham and all the good stuff with it. But um, just try to take the focus off of it and not all about the food and make it about the company and the time spent together and that type of thing, because that's what the most important thing is. And maybe relay that to like the host and other people around you who might feel a little bit um, nervous about the idea that they're not sure how to accommodate to your lifestyle. Just tell them, Hey, it's not a big deal. I, you know, I will be just fine. Let's just do, you know, do this holiday together and just worry about our company and time spent together and not so much about the food so that they're not getting anxious about it. Cause I know there's a lot of times where I've went, especially in the beginning to, to with friends or family. I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. Can you give me a recipe? I don't know what to do. And it's like, Hey, calm down. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to cater to me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, you can almost um, so, always find something to eat. You know, maybe you don't have to eat every single dish there, but there's always right. food that you can have. And it's like yes. my Thanksgiving this year, total social awkwardness could have been. I went to a friend's house and I didn't know any of her family. Like I knew her and her husband, but I didn't really know anyone else there. So nobody really knew I was keto. And when I offered to bring a dish, I'm one of the, I'm not her family, but I, they know that I cook. And she's like, well, you're going to make something homemade. And I said, of course. And she's like, they really want macaroni and cheese. Okay, so macaroni and cheese coming from me who's keto, so I don't eat macaroni. I'm also dairy free for the most part, so I don't eat cheese. But that's what they wanted. So I showed up with macaroni and cheese. 
but I also made a dip that I could have. And everybody was there and they did have the ham, they had the turkey, they had the stuffing, and there were several other dishes. And a lot of it I didn't touch just because it wouldn't have settled well with me. Like I didn't eat the macaroni and cheese because that's not something that I would want. But I loaded my plate up with turkey and ham and they had some, I actually skipped the vegetables. I'm trying to think of what else I had. Mostly all of it was meat. And the focus did kind of come on me because I had a plate full of meat there and I wasn't eating anything else. So that opened up the conversation that we could talk about it, but it wasn't me being awkward not eating anything. I didn't think twice about putting a couple slices of turkey on my plate or, you know, having half the plate filled up with ham because that's how I eat. And if they want to fill their plate with stuffing and macaroni and cheese, let them eat out they want to eat. But what I'm getting around to is they didn't even take into consideration my lifestyle because most of them didn't know, but there was still plenty of food to eat. Right. Exactly. And that's it too. Like, that's one of the things we, I just recently did a, um, a challenge on how to stay keto on holidays for Thanksgiving. And that's one of the things that I talked about too, is that even though you might not bring something, if that ends up to be the thing that you might not bring something that goes for your lifestyle, you're more than likely going to find something there that you can still have, you know, so it's not going to be a complete total like, oh my gosh, I'm going to this, you know, holiday thing. And there's just nothing I can't more than likely you're going to find cheese, you know, cheese, you're going to find meat, of course, you're going to find um, pickles, you might find deviled eggs, you might, you know what I mean, you might find just a bunch of different things. I had a whole list in um, the PDF, which I'm going to link for you guys. I have a PDF, um, how to stay keto on holidays guide that I'm going to link down in the show notes for all of you. Um, and I want you to, you can download it, keep it digital or print it off, whatever works for you. But I do have a list in there of like, eat this, not that. And these are the things that eat this, that you're probably going to find, you know, at a, a normal holiday gathering. It's going to be, you know, you're going to get your veggies. You're going to get probably salads. You're going to get um, your eggs, your nuts, your cheeses. Like I said, you're going to, um, of course, you're going to have your, your meat and things like that. So there's, there's more than likely going to be ways for you to put food on your plate. So even if you're not bringing a dish, you're still going to be able to eat something. If you're that worried that you're not going to be able to eat something or get full, then eat a little something before you go so that you're not, you know, starving and maybe all you're eating is the turkey or something. You know what I mean? So just know that you're not going to be, you're more than likely going to find a whole food source that's healthy for you at your, <laughs> at your holiday gathering that you don't have to worry about. So don't worry about it too much, but also plan and prepare, maybe inspire too. And that's a really good example you gave. I love that example that you gave because, you know, even though you didn't bring something other than the dip, you know, uh, an actual dish, you know, you still were able to, you know, have your meat and you were able to actually inspire a conversation about it and talk about it. And that's all it takes, like just a little bit of conversation and you might just get people thinking. It might sit with them for like a day or two or a week or whatever. And the next thing you know, they're Googling it and they're finding you and they're, you know what I mean? And then you've inspired them to help them change their life. So um, you guys, all of you listeners can do the same thing. It's seriously an opportunity to inspire people um, and talk about it with other people. But going into that, um, 
when we're talking about, you know, communicating with social eating, sometimes you can get into a little bit of a tailspin with people because sometimes they don't agree with your lifestyle choices. And it's sad and unfortunate, but it's true. And they might not. They definitely might not agree with your food choices. And they might actually try to put you in a boxing ring but feel like you have to defend yourself about your choices. And a lot of these times, I'm, I mean, I don't want to be too strong-headed on this, but I feel like a lot of the times that people who are trying to argue this with me, that it's happened with me giving a personal, you know, experience with this, is that it's usually people who are very ignorant. They're not educated. They don't have any research. They might have read an article that they've seen on Facebook somewhere, have never actually come where the article came from, you know, or anything like that. They just believe what they read and just, you know, that type of thing. So... The biggest thing that I can tell you when you're in that type of situation and if it happens to you, fortunately, I really hope it does not happen to you. But if it does, um, I would tell you to pick your battles. Pick your battles and it's not worth it to argue with people who are clearly uneducated and, you know, don't have the research or haven't done it like you have. They also also tell them another thing is too is to um if they really keep going at it is to talk about them because you hear the word diet and they're just that's all they're going to see you as like oh she's on the ketogenic diet and when someone hears the word diet they think it's short term they think it's you know um weight loss and and that type of thing that's what they think immediately and um they don't see it as a lifestyle change and they don't see it anything more than weight loss so maybe explaining to them all of the amazing positive benefits that you're getting from it besides weight loss, like you are getting better sleep, you're getting more energy, you have better focus, you have all of these better things that are, you know, all these things that you're uh, improving with yourself mentally and physically and telling them about it. And it's going to be hard for them to judge you and argue with you over something that makes you feel amazing. Right. So Hopefully that will help shut down the conversation because it, it can be difficult because there are just, and I'm, I'm going to be real here. And I, uh, you know, even the friends and family that might listen to this episode, I'm just going to be pretty transparent that it, it has happened to me before. And I've had to be in a conversation with people who are pretty close to me, people who I wouldn't think would be the ones to create a you know, a negative conversation and to a certain level, but they do. And it's going to be the ones that are really close to you. It's either going to be family or really close friends that are going to be the ones that'll just really try to bring you down on it. And you just need to stand your ground and explain to them all of the amazing benefits. Or sometimes if you don't feel like you owe them an explanation, you don't. (laughs) Because what you're doing is this lifestyle choice comes from a place of confidence. Okay. So this is what you chose to do for your body. This is what you're doing. You, you are choosing to reach your optimal health, to feel the best you can and to do the most positive thing you can do for your, your body and your health and your mind. And it comes from a place of confidence. And to be honest, like you don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't have to argue with them. You don't have to get in the boxing ring with them. You don't have to justify anything to them and you can just choose not to indulge or to get into the middle of the conversation. You just, you don't have to. So, um, like I said, pick your battles, but if you do, sometimes it's hard for them to argue 
with the fact that, you know, a diet makes you feel really good. I, you know, I hate saying the word diet, but you know what I mean, <laughs> getting that across, is that your lifestyle choices make you feel amazing and you're doing them for way more reasons than just weight loss. And a lot of people aren't just doing keto for weight loss. I know that's not what you're doing it for, Danielle. You're doing it for overall health benefits, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel amazing when I'm on this lifestyle. It helps me handle stress better. Um, it's not for weight loss. And a lot of times, because I do kind of tend to go towards the carnivore more, I do have people comment on it. And my easiest way, if I don't feel like arguing with them, I don't want to get in the big debate, I just say, you know, it's working for me now. I'm, I'm sorry it didn't work for you, or I'm glad what you're doing is working for you, and just leave it at that. So don't, it's yeah. not everybody needs to do it. Just say, hey, it, it's working for me and I'm happy with it right now. And that usually will just shut down a conversation and you can move on to something else. That way you don't have to get in the debate and you don't have to listen to, you know, somebody who maybe did try it and it didn't work for them. Everybody's different or it's somebody who read something on Facebook or, you know, the internet that said, who knows what but just to get out of that big debate you know you don't always yeah. want to debate it's kind of like talking politics at the dinner table you know sometimes okay. you just agree to disagree <laughs> right exactly yeah and that makes total sense and like, like I said like just definitely you know pick your battles is it worth it you know is it worth it because sometimes you know, you get in that conversation and it just, it can get, it can really put you in a tailspin and it can stress you out. And that's the last thing you need. You don't want to be stressed out. You don't want to create confrontation between a friend or a family member. Like that's not what you want on the holidays over a lifestyle. So if you feel like someone's really agitating you, the best thing to do is to like, just not even engage in that conversation and just say, okay, like Danielle said, well, this is working for me. It might not work for you and that's okay, you know, but this is what's working for me. So I'm going to do it. Um, you can also walk away, go clear your head, go sit in the bathroom, go walk outside, do something because clear your mind, clear your head. Sometimes that'll just end the conversation and then come back in and carry on with something else. <laughs> um, but also going on with that is, you know, get, there's also, I know, I know this is sometimes what a lot of people will do is that they're super, super excited about the way they feel. And when you're in those conversations, like I said, that you're trying to maybe explain to them all amazing benefits, right? So you're like, oh, this makes me feel this way and this way. And you just, I get better sleep and I get better focus and energy and this and that. And the next thing you know, like you're just really talking up a storm and like you can get kind of carried away. Well, I can sometimes. I'm just going to be real. So <laughs> it happens and I get carried away. But if I keep doing it for too long, I sometimes I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'll, this happened quite a bit in the beginning, you know, when I was talking with friends and family, when this was fresh and new and all the amazing new things that were going on in my life with keto, um, I would get carried away to the point where I could read people's faces and they were shutting down and they were rolling their eyes and they were ready to end the conversation because I sounded like I was on a high horse. And, so, and maybe I was, I don't know. But here's the thing. Here's my tip to you. Do not do that. Do not try to diagnose people um, and say you have a cure for it and do not get carried away to the point where you can see their faces like shutting down and being like okay when are you going to stop talking because that's just going to push people away that's certainly not going to inspire them that's going to create 
connection, you know, and that's going to create a negative experience with it. You don't want your friends and family to have a negative experience with it. Um, but I know you're, you saying these things comes from a place of like positivity and support. And you just want to like sprinkle that all over everyone. And I totally get it because that's <laughs> what I did. The it's like, Oh, I can help you. I can help you. Hey, I know you have trouble sleeping. Let me help you. You know, like these type of things, but you can't do that. I mean, well, you can, but you shouldn't. And so, like, just really think about it before you do it and get carried away. Because I was notorious for that in the beginning. And I can tell you, being real here, they, the face expressions, they were there. And they were like, are you done yet? Because I don't want to talk <laughs> about it anymore. And so, don't get on a high horse. Just don't do it. <clears throat> um, but also going on with that is, the, with the high horse topic is, Make sure that, because when, you, when people feel that way and they feel like you're talking too much and you see that face expression going on, they think that you're on the high horse, sometimes they feel like you're, you're judging them, right? And they feel like, okay, well, she just thinks she's so much better than me and she knows what she's doing and this is working for her and blah, 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 blah. And the next thing you know, they feel judged. And what happens as human beings, when we feel judged, we attack, right? So then we get negative and we get, you know, resentful and all these things. So this is another way to reassure people that you're not judging them by not getting on your high horse. You're not judging them. Don't let people feel judged that are around you. Because if you think about it, I don't know one person who's been keto their entire life. Yeah, for many years, maybe, but not their entire life. And for some reason they had to start somewhere, right? And you had to start somewhere. And you weren't always living this lifestyle. And you have to remember where you come from, because that's where they are. And they might not be ready, no, and you might want to really help them, yes, but at the same time, you were there once too, so don't cast judgment on them. Don't make them feel beneath you. It's just, it's not going to feel, it's not, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. It's not going to be a, a, an exciting holiday event if you're making people feel judged and that you're on a high horse. So kind of just take a dial back. Basically what I do when I go to a um, family gathering is I don't talk about anything unless I'm asked. Like that's, that's what happens. I don't bring it up. I don't talk about it. I don't push it on people. I don't do anything. I just let them make their choices, live their lifestyle the way that they want to. And if somebody wants to ask me something, I am more than happy to explain, to talk about it as much as they want, but I don't over share either <laughs> I used to <laughs> but I don't overshare because it puts yourself on a high horse and feels like you're judging them so definitely don't do that I just I respond when I'm asked the question and then you know I just kind of leave it at that I let them control the conversation does that make sense I let that like they might ask me and I you're waiting for my feedback but I still let them control the conversation because I don't want to push myself on anyone and I don't want to make them feel you know judged or anything like that so that's another really good social eating tip when you have this <laughs> have you ever been in that situation before yes I have and it is it's easy when you are especially when you're new and you're excited about it that's all you want to talk about but then yes. you'll notice the people that either they're eating and like they'll look at you and then look back at their plate full of mashed potatoes and stuffing and you know, they do, they feel like you're judging them and yeah. you have to turn it around the same way that you feel like somebody's judging you when you have 
you know, a plate full of eggs and cheese or, you know, whatever you're eating, they're looking at you thinking, well, why isn't she having, you know, I don't know, bread with her sandwich. She's just eating meat and cheese. So you don't want to judge someone else just like you don't want them to judge you. And exactly. you're right. People will ask you, like, you know, you may say something about it and if they're interested and eventually they will be, they'll start asking you questions about it. And it may not be outright, okay, tell me about keto, but it may be, well, how come you're not eating this? And then you can explain why you're not eating that, but you don't have to get into like this hour long lecture about, you know, carbs are going to kill you because carbs are not going to kill you. And that's the other thing is don't be dramatic. <laughs> you know, if somebody yes. wants to have their cake or their pie, let them have their cake or their pie. You just know that's not what works for you. Exactly. Exactly. And that makes total sense. And I definitely agree with that 100% is let them, let them live their lifestyle just like they should let you live your lifestyle and don't judge them for their choices because in all actuality, you were there once too. And just remember that, you know, and remember where you come from and you know, where they are now, that's their choice and where, where they are now in their, in their life. And this is their life and how they want to live it. And it's your life and how you want to live it. So really, really good advice. I do also want to talk about just before we're done here at this episode, one more tip with you guys is that if you do decide to have an exception and you're, you're a human being, it happens. Sometimes we make exceptions like I do when I go on vacation and I'm not encouraging it by no means, but I also don't want you to, um, you know, get stressed out about it or, you know, get down on yourself about it because then you just get um, cortisol levels raised up and that type of thing. Um, it can do even de derail you, you know, so really think about before you do something like that and make an exception, if it's going to derail you, is that if you're going to have that dinner roll, is it going to now make you crave toast in the morning and you're just going to keep going with it? You know what I mean? Cause you miss bread. So think hard before you do it. But if you do do it, you're, it's, it's not the end of the world. You can say, okay, that happened and move on, you know, and just move on. It doesn't mean that you have to waste the rest of your day and you have to wait a whole 24 hours to make a better choice. You can make a better choice with the next thing you put in your mouth, you know? So those things are something that you need to think about too. If you do have to have the dinner roll or whatever it might be. Also with that being said is that um, as far as the judgment things go, and this kind of ties into it, that the members, like if you go for that, you have everything else on your plate that you want to eat that might be totally, you know, um, a good fuel source for your body for this lifestyle, right? So you fill it all up with what you would eat when you're living your everyday lifestyle. But then you decide to maybe have the dinner roll, for example. And you're around all these people who know that maybe, well, not in your case, Danielle, with the Thanksgiving, but maybe maybe um, our listeners might be in a situation where everybody knows around them that they are keto or that they're low carb or whatever. And they have everything on their plate that's something they would normally fuel their body with, but then they reach for the dinner roll out of, you know, the dinner roll basket. And the members of the SAD <laughs> of the standard <laughs> American diet will immediately call you out on it. And they'll say these four words, you can't have that. And that's what they're going to say. You can't have that. And I, that just drives me crazy because 
we are not married to this lifestyle. This is a choice. It's a choice you're making with the foods you eat. It's a choice every single day to stay on plan, to stay on this lifestyle every single day. This is a choice you're making. It's a personal decision. And if you personally make a decision to make an exception, that is your choice to make. And you can do it. I certainly don't encourage it because obviously I'd rather have you make better choices. But the point is, is that you are your own person who can make your own decisions. But when the members of the SAD, the standard American diet, will see you doing this, they will call you out on it and try to make you feel like a fraud immediately. Do not let them do that. That will make you like feel so stressed out. It'll like send you in a tailspin and feel like you're a failure and all of these bad, terrible things, which can just trigger all these other bad choices. And you obviously don't want that. So do not let anybody especially the members of the SAD. That's what I call them is the members of the SAD because in this situation, because they want to make you feel like you're a failure because they know that you're succeeding and you're making better choices than they are, which is like an immediate feeling of um, resentment and jealousy. So they want to make you feel like when someone's jealous or they resent someone for like their success, they want to just kind of like bring that person down to their level. It's just our nature. It's the way we are. And it's sad and unfortunate, but a lot of people do it. And when they see you reaching for something, they know that isn't a good fuel source for your body. And they'll call you out on it immediately, but do not let them, do not let them derail you. This is your choice and your exception to make if that's what you want to do. Again, I don't like sit here and, and like encouraging you to do it, but there's situations and I've had it happen to me too. They'll look at me and they're like, oh, especially my children are always first and foremost to be the ones to do it to me. They're like, mom, you can't have that. And I'm like, but I can, it's my choice. <laughs> this is what I'm choosing to do. You know, so it's just something that you really need to um, keep the right mindset about too and making sure, like I said, it doesn't derail you by making this exception that you don't beat yourself up about it, that you don't get super stressed out about it. Remember why you're doing it too. Like maybe think about, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable. What triggered you to do it? Was it avoid it from doing it from next time? You know, what made you fall off plan? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? If this is something that might derail you, maybe write these things down so that you don't make this, you know, have this problem again. Um, but if you do have it, you know, if you do make the exception, don't, don't stress out about it and don't let anybody even people of the standard american diet make you feel like a failure because you're not you can just pick right back up and get back going again find a buddy or a support group to keep keep going if that's something that you might need personally i i don't i mean if i make the exception i'm like why did i do that because now i don't feel good and it makes me get right back on it again because it's like oh hello this is why you don't eat this stuff <laughs> So it doesn't derail me at all. If anything, it encourages me to keep going what I'm doing because I don't like how I feel. <laughs> and you forget about it because I'll go a long time before I'll make an exception. And then I do and I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> but it's my choice to make, right? And it's my choice to pick back up my good habits and my good fuel sources and to keep going on because that's something that I choose to do that makes me feel good and it comes from a place of confidence. So you don't have to justify your choices to anyone, whether they're good choices or whether they're bad choices. Just like they don't need to justify their choices to you, those who are not keto that are your friends or family or loved ones around you. You don't need to justify to them and they don't need to justify to you. 
So I thought those were pretty good. Good tips for you guys to do a social eating. We will, of course, link the guide in this podcast and also the Facebook group for anyone who wants to join. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that was it. I just wanted to cover the social eating with our listeners and making a plan. And again, you guys, there's so much more in my my guide that I'm going to link in the show notes for you. And you just open it up. It's a PDF. You can keep it on your phone, download it to your phone or your computer, or you can print it off um, and check it out. There's actually a um, daily, there's a daily um, planner in there. There's a weekly planner. And there is a goal planner in there too, with some notes in the back. So if you found a recipe and you want to write it down. So if you printed it off, you have um, all these added planners as a bonus too. Perfect. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed and picked up some good tips on how to handle the holidays. And we both hope you have a wonderful holiday coming up and had a great Thanksgiving and keep make sure to keep checking back with us and subscribe and we will get more podcasts posted. If you have anything you would like us to cover, please feel free to comment or message us and we'll get that taken care of. Thanks for joining us this week on Keto Convos. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at Keto Combos Podcast or email us at ketocombospodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to share with a friend and tune in for our next episode.